0: when i tell you you're about to hear one of the most unique podcasts ever and i do mean ever you have no idea how sincere i am ladies and gentlemen this is the crypto duck life everybody's talking about cryptocurrency people are completely fascinated with it but what if you heard all about it by a guy that's drunk and drugged up and sounds like a duck i told you this is one unique podcast the crypto duck life
1: Hey, buddy. Thanks for joining me. Sorry about the fucking mess today. (laughs)
2: Hey, that's all good. That's all good. I understand that.
1: Right. I found you. I assume that from your thingy, the music and that, it was uh something old because you didn't mention that when you were just telling me about it
2: no so i'm a am a music producer too i do that on the side but yeah i'm still making music i have a new album coming out here pretty soon a lot of the music for our commercials and stuff uh that we do for game i also make the music i'm on spotify itunes amazon any music platform really but yeah that's something else i do as well Yeah, well, just to be pathetic and say, it's fucking brilliant, dude. I absolutely loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks.
1: Appreciate that. I've had had the stuff. I mean, I don't know if the stuff that isn't available on uh, Spotify, but I've literally played everything that you had on Spotify about three times over today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm just trying to get started out there. in Music industry, you know, is a whole nother nightmare fuel because it's hard to get noticed, you know? it's yeah it's, it's almost
1: like cuz i i come from a proper heavy metal background at the start and then i got really into skrillex and uh that nice. kind of stuff and your your music just blended every genre i've ever loved into one glorious noise fantastic
2: did, yeah did you see the the song risen that i did a uh, remix did you see that one the metal dubstep mix one yeah
1: yeah
2: i'm sure that was one of yeah the that I one
1: I've still, I've got it in Spotify list somewhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that one just came out literally a week ago, and we used it for uh, the GameFi used it for their Cyber Fighters trailer, so that was really exciting. <laughs> cool stuff, though. Yeah, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, no, it was awesome, absolutely awesome. And I mean, that's not even what we're talking about, but right, yeah. It, um, <laughs> completely up my street it, it was just utterly bizarre
2: that's awesome I, like, yeah
1: i'll I, I sort of put it on because like, oh, obviously you have never spoken to you about anything like that and it was purely uh-huh. the fact that it said spotify and i thought well i got spotify i'll do a quick search for it. probably nick a little bit
2: of your music and uh, use it for this <laughs> yeah for sure i'll i'll, I'll let you that's cool i'm down right so um
1: in short can you tell us about yourself and your background other than the music (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) sure so i've actually been in crypto since 2016. i've been into music since 2004. i used to run a marketing firm called cmg which was cooper management group we got i sold the company though to move on to other things i invested in this project about a year and a couple months ago and they got incorporated. They became GameFi. I decided to keep working with them. I became their market manager. And now I'm actually the CMO about a year and a couple months later. I'm now the CMO of uh, GameFi, which is a company out of Switzerland. I work on the side doing this stuff. And my main job currently, I went from being a store manager for at Now I'm a flight coordinator for Air Ambulance, which is a lot of fun.
1: Man, that's, that's
2: a hell of a resume. That's insane. How old are you? <clears throat> I am uh, 29. So yeah, I got quite the resume behind me and there's even more to that. Like blockchain development, programming, music theory, vocal coach. I even have, I play like 17 different instruments nowadays. I created a couple video They're games back Apple. when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fucking out! you can do everything. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Seriously jealous. Web design, video design, I've been doing that kind of stuff. I mean, shoot, I I'd been—I I'd do a little bit of everything and anything. So you, you said the company's based in Switzerland. Where are you based? So the company's based in Switzerland, yes. And then I'm based actually in Arizona in the United States. Oh, I fucking love Arizona. You are a jammy Oh, blast. me too. I love it out here. I love the heat. (laughs)
0: You're next to tell me
1: you play Codem or
2: something, and I've been playing with you for years without knowing it. (laughs) Probably. I play a lot of video games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah, so tell me more about GameFi then. Go go, go
2: on, head into all of that. So
1: you said it's based in
2: Switzerland. So go from that yeah so it's actually kind of a cool story honestly it is because we we there was a group of us uh, invested in this project back in the day called pikachu PikaCoin. coin we all bought in we're all, like uh, we didn't really know each other that well anyways but we all bought into this project the project completely dumped on everybody and um, we decided to do something about it we all figured out that we were smart people <laughs> and worked together well and most of the team decided to form a company called GameFi. We own the copyright or the trademark to GameFi itself. Yeah, so we created a company and we we kept the name of the token which was Pika, Pikachu project. We kept the name of the token Pika and we actually helped that community out by doing a one to one ratio to our token cuz we wanted to help everybody cuz being dumped on nobody likes it. We wanted to help, no. right? Hello. So, yeah, since then, we've been creating, we have a, a mini games in the work. We have a trading card game in the work. We have a three-tier token system. Like, we have teaching stuff to help people learn about crypto. We got so much stuff now, and it's really cool. We're just progressing, you know, just keep so, on I, I progressing, keep the, moving forward. Did you start
1: up the game for? When was that
2: registered? That was registered in about a year ago. I think it was about August last year.
1: So you do everything really fast is what you're saying. You've already got a shit
2: ton under your belt. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, we got a lot under our belt and we're moving pretty fast. I think our only issue is visibility, honestly. If people saw what we're doing, we'd have a lot more people jumping in right now because we're at a very low price tag because the market.
1: People just don't understand how much Money is needed for successful marketing. And you know you you look at the market, there's all of this utter fucking shit, millions. And then you've got all these amazing projects that are just not seen by anybody in ghosts, fractions of a pennies. It's right.. It, so annoying (laughs) yeah yeah i'm with you You're saying that you you said a a triple token economy can you can you tell us a bit more about that and how that works
2: yeah so we have three tokens pika our common token is the cheapest netra our rare token which is the mid child middle child of that and then kai which is actually coming out this quarter it's our third token that's going to be the king of the tokenomics and the king of the system but we created a system to where you can evolve Pika to Metra at a 10,000 to one ratio, regardless of price, and then Metra to Kai at a 1,000 to one ratio, regardless of price. And those evolutions cause burn on the token that you just evolved from and cause a stake in rewards on the tokens you just evolved from. So it's like a circle of economy, basically. Awesome. And mm-hmm. how's that thing, are you going to... I mean, you, you said you, you're doing, like, different types
1: of games. So so let, let's get to the beginning of that. So, so have you got games out at the minute,
2: or are they all in development? Okay, so we actually have one in beta right now. And it, it, if you join our Discord, you can actually get qualified to join the beta and play it today. And we have quite a bit of people playing it. A lot of, you, you, you know, like, with a lot of play-to-earn games right now that you see, there's an issue where... If you're not into crypto, you can't really play the game. Like, good luck, right? We're look, we're looking to fix that. So, like our game is called Cyberfighters. You can you you will be able to play it on Android, iPhone, and PC absolutely free. It's a free-to-play game. It's a beat-em-up, kind of like a uh, teenage mutant Ninja Turtle style beat-em-up game. It's a lot of fun, but it's free to play. So anybody can jump in and just start playing it. But if you want to unlock the play to earn side, you buy one of the cyber rogue nfts and then you can start earning as you're playing so that's and an is option. that
1: super easy for beginners that haven't got a clue about crypto if they wanted to take that step
2: yeah actually we have our nft marketplace is called the craft if you go on there there's an actual section there if you scroll down on the main page it says the craft university it's a Free class that teaches you how to buy NFTs, what NFTs are, how to make your own, how to sell your own. So, we're trying to make it easy for people to understand how to get involved by creating classes and ease of accessibility, basically.
1: Well, that does sound good. Yeah. So, crumbs. How many games are you working on at the minute? So, you got one in beta, and how many more coming?
2: So, we got one in beta, and the big the big game that we're working on is called elders of kai it's a trading card game that one is going to start off with 140 trading cards it has about 50 of them already done over the last month and a half actually and that one's going to be competitive nft trading card game it's going to be freaking fantastic it's not one of those like copycat like it looks like pokemon or it looks like digimon or it looks like something you know <laughs> You see so many of those out there. It's its own thing. And if you go to eldersakai.com, you can see it's its own thing. We even have some booster packs live right now that you can purchase and some founder packs that have benefits to buying them now before the game comes out. So uh, definitely jump on those if you have that chance. They looks so cool. And those,
1: those packs, are are they available in your store or is it Open OpenSea or, or where
2: would they buy those from? So we want to... We listed them on OpenSea for one reason, and that is because we wanted to bring attention to our project, the trading card game, and then we'll move them over because the trading card game is going to be on the craft and through the craft, but we want Ah. people to see them. Obviously, people are more comfortable with OpenSea. That's fine. The craft is new. We get that. So we wanted to make sure people see it. For anyone that wants any of
1: these links and stuff, they're all going to be in the description of the podcast. Just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that's that's super interesting. So what, what have you got set dates of when you think these games are going to be coming out?
2: Yeah. So set dates, cyber rogues, honestly, we could, we could launch in like a couple of weeks, honestly. We cyber oaks we can launch in a couple of weeks. We're ready to go. I just want more people on the beta, more people testing out, more people talking about it, and then we'll launch it. I mean it's it's pretty much there. The trading is-
1: launch a game if you've not got that use, of, you know, enough users on to fill up the rooms on that, I suppose
2: you're right yeah exactly so we want more attention we built partnerships with bitkeep we built partnerships with mushroom gg these are all to help us grow so some really cool stuff in the works and i just actually sent you a, a trading one of our trading cards so you can see what the art looks like too so <laughs> yeah no I've, I've looked through the
1: sites i did have a fighting chance it's the same with like your cyber rogues that oh perfect you you, you need to do one now with like that's look, look that cool and then i could steal your art and use it for <laughs> <laughs>
2: perfect yeah exactly is there, is there any sort of like other things that you want to tell i think one thing we i wanted to mention i mean like we have a if you go to welcome to crypto.org we don't really like advertise it as much on our website and stuff like that yet but welcome to crypto.org is to help people get connected with a you know a crypto wallet and learn how to buy ethereum and learn how to buy polygon or matic and kind of get into that system and i i it's definitely recommended if you're not into crypto just go to welcome to crypto.org it's there to teach you and it's free it's not like you're paying anything or connecting anything super cool stuff art style yeah
1: that, that yeah goes across all of your stuff is it is that because you do the art that you like a graphic designer as well on top of everything else
2: we have a graphic designer that's absolutely fantastic and the artist behind the trading card game he's absolutely phenomenal love his artwork and he's able to pump these out very easily and they look gorgeous cyber rogues we have a studio behind it working on it so but we show them our other art so everybody kind of works in the same kind of you know, genre and looks and style, it, so. works. it all flows
1: together very well. I mean, even that, you know, welcome to crypto, Org. It, it's got that same look and feel to it. I suppose yeah. that you build out your ecosystem. You know, you you'll have all of these things linked together looking like it's all from one big company? Or are you intending to keep it all separate?
2: So we're going to have a Website that's called gamefi.ch, and you can go to it, it just redirects you to peak crypto. But gamefi.ch is going to be our company website, which will have links to all the assets we have and I like the information about them. But the idea was to keep them separate because you know, you've got the trading card game, which has a way different vibe than people who are into NFTs usually, or a beat em up play to earn game might have a way different vibe than someone that's wanting to play. Uh, or wanting to just buy into a crypto project you know so separating assets create different cultures and those cultures help grow those those type of projects so that's kind of what we're looking for
1: yeah no i mean i can completely get that i because sp- i'm so fluid and i like so many different things mm-hmm. i've always quite liked it when they have like at least some kind of connection to to other sides of their own stuff because i like to support the same people but you know i I would look through a whole range of things but yeah no i completely get where you're coming from on on that front so yeah on the crypto side how did you start out getting involved with crypto
2: so this is a sad story for my part Cue the world's smallest violin for a stupidly good-looking guy with more money than
1: sense who's owned twenty <laughs> companies before most people have worked out how to
2: move out of their house. <laughs> right, and you find you find the one sad story out of it. That's for sure. Back in 2011, my friend came up to me and was like, "Hey, do you have a hundred bucks?" I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Let's put it into Bitcoin." I'm like, "What the frick is Bitcoin?" And he's like, "Just trust me. Give me a hundred bucks. I'll give you a flash drive. You have it." I was like. No, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. I don't have that money. Like, I was broke. Shoot, I was like, whatever. A couple years later, this man, my friend, he had uh at the time he put in about fifteen hundred, I think, into it. So fast forward to twenty fifteen, he's over there sitting on a couple multi million dollars worth of Bitcoin. (laughs) And I was like, that could have been me. yeah you gotta love those stories <laughs> yeah, that right there one. that right there was it i'm like i'm done get me involved in this let me let me see what this is all about in 2016 i just started going for it i bought ethereum of like what i think it was like 98 dollars at the time or something like i started getting yeah, it into it quite lucky in the sense
1: of it it was still cheap compared to today's prices but unlucky in the sense that it probably what did you get about a year of it being wonderful before it all crashed on you
2: oh yeah yeah it was about it yeah it was about a year but uh,
1: you've got all these horror stories and people panicking and screaming you know oh crypto's <laughs> gonna end. it's all terrible and i'm thinking what the fuck are you want about all my crypto still worth like a thousand times what it was
2: <laughs> right <laughs> <Isn't> that- <laughs> yeah i i don't know like people like people still stuck in the looking at uh still stuck looking at crypto as like stocks like stocks are going down if they go down this much percentage so that we're in a world of crash like it's gonna suck it's a bad day but in crypto this is just part of the roller coaster we go down all right we consolidate let's go back up like (laughs) it's not going away drops
1: beneficial because the the weak hands if you like are got rid of the weak projects have got rid of mm-hmm. real decent use case projects that have actually got a hope in hell of being something that's when they're all born in this the bear market dip where everyone's fighting and, and then it'll all go back up and everyone's happy well i say everyone i must admit There are quite a few cryptocurrencies I've taken a punt on over the years that have ceased to exist. But you
2: can't win them all, can you? (laughs) Right, no, no. And it's like, it kind of just brings in that perspective that it it can work and it can't work, but a lot of these projects they have to have utility. Like, why buy into like the? I think the meme era is dying. I I don't think that's ever coming back until like, Musk he says so and so
1: meme coin in a post, and then that will explode ten thousand times, and the
2: others will all die. Right, and then but the problem is, is like let's say Elon Musk starts tweeting like six different coins a day, people are just going to stop. Karen, they're just gonna be like, oh my oh, gosh, he's back. At I mean,
1: it. don't get me wrong, I still send him messages every day asking him to tweet about me podcast, but he doesn't do it. Right. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's like people like these tokens, meme coins. I think they're just dead. This that's not a thing. You have to have you have to have utility. I mean, look at Shiba Inu, right? Like Shiba Inu, they were just a meme coin that era died so they had to come up with utility they got their three tokens now they got their uh, shiba swap you know they got stuff now you know like they have to have something or else it's worth the it. truth
1: of the matter was that they literally had a
2: baptism
1: of fire didn't they 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 were thrown into the spotlight they suddenly mm-hmm. uh, had more money than they knew what to do with and You're right we've got a lot of money it's very easy to a have the time to learn and b have pumps on different things to see where you know what fits in with you and what you want to do it's always right. good i've got last book with the current climate were, were you invested in luna
2: i wasn't <laughs> but i made some money on that dip though
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, what what is your thought on the whole algorithmic and stable coin thing? Are, are you do, do you not use stable coins at all? Do you only use collateral jobbies? or or, or were you keen on
2: the idea of? I I like stable coins. Oh, do you I not, like the idea. I don't care about any of it? That... No, I I do. I I like the idea. that There's actually some pretty cool stable coins are listed as stable coins out there that have some really well thought out tokenomics and it's really cool to see doesn't mean i'll buy it but it's just it's really cool to see (laughs) yeah Um, i mean i i I had much the same
1: thought with with luna in the sense of mm -hmm. i agree that in the cryptocurrency world you want a decentralized stable coin but right they didn't come up with the right way of doing that but then i i also saw a few days ago there's a stable coin based on tens of iced teas so i guess anything's possible
2: right i mean like right now it's still a consistent thing about crypto is that there's like the impossible triangle blockchain like the whole issue is like it's either your decentralization security high performance like between those three you got to pick two like That's the problem right now that blockchain developers are trying to figure out is how to get all three of those things. But right now, the issue is that you can only pick two of those things on that triangle. So, yeah, it's just, I'm curious to see who's going to find out how to fix this. And, you know, you see stuff like It's almost like
1: everything, isn't it? I mean, you take any kind of security, be that passwords or or door bloody keys, the same you get the worse the usability becomes Mm -hmm. and
0: Mm -hmm. trying
1: to be both that's when you you end up with problems. and that's also though where the huge jumps of innovation come in
0: and hopefully
1: it will be the same sort of thing with us so we've done gaming we've done crypto we've done your wonderful musical history what right, else do you right know? snowboarding surfing i don't know you strike oh. me as the
2: sort of tom cruisey type i <laughs> used to i used to surf actually i i i just moved out to arizona from california so surfing was something i did quite often that was a lot of fun honestly yeah i just i don't know what it is I'm going to include a
1: picture of this guy cuz he looks fucking like a you know tom cruisey movie star guy guy as well <laughs>
2: Appreciate that. <laughs> um shoot, I don't know what it is. Like I know it's like super nerdy, but I I I love math and numbers, and I think that also helped me get into crypto because honestly, I absolutely love figuring math stuff out. I don't know what it is, but I just love that kind of crap. So it's like it doesn't lie. Huh? It doesn't math never lies. Right, it's, yeah, it's just straightforward. There's so
1: many things that You know, you have to struggle with moralistic issues, political Mm. issues, just general life issues, even viewpoints can can affect the answer. It can even affect the question. With math, it's set in stone. It is what it is. You can't interpret it or feel differently about it. It just is what it is. And there's there's a lovely... Calming, stabilizing effect to that, I think. But then I'm also, hence me doing the podcast. So what the fuck can I say?
2: (laughs) I agree with you though. Exactly. You go like one plus one equals two, and then someone comes up to you, he's like, no, it equals three. I can know without doubt in my mind they're wrong because it's the absolute. And I love the absolute, like tism, I guess, of mathematics and how it works. I love it. I don't know. It's it's very comforting. (laughs) Do you do much with that in the sense Uh, of, you know, do do you
1: utilize math a lot in the other things that you do?
2: Yeah. So what was it called? There's a, you can actually use math when you're creating like graphics and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of cool. Like there's the, what's it called? The golden ratio ratio. Of logos, like logo design and stuff like that, and the golden ratio is built off mathematics and what's pleasing to the eye and stuff like that. And it's really cool. I use that a lot when I'm creating um, videos and graphics and stuff like that to be pleasing to what you're seeing. And music-wise, I use math and music a lot, which people I don't think understand. You use you do that. <laughs> I just the logic to that. Because like, okay, so like you got music that works in like 4-4 four, four or or 6-8 or, or whatever pattern you're working. And then to make it pleasing, you have to break it down in sections, bars, and also notes. So let's say I do four notes, per, like 4-4 four, four with notes, but to build up, I need eight, like two bars of that. So it'd be like 8-8 eight, eight total. So then I'm doing how many notes between these two spaces do I need to make it? to this beat pattern whatever it's a lot of like number stuff and i absolutely enjoy it and that's just kind of how my brain functions with music
1: when when you're playing games are you one of these ones that have all the excel spreadsheets open
2: lot in all the different figures to work out the best way of doing everything i mean in my head yeah (laughs) i'm over here playing elden rings and dark souls and doing like the quick timing and making sure that the seconds are down and everything so i can do it right uh, i'm not ashamed to say i have utilized spreadsheets occasionally <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you <laughs> that's
1: fantastic uh, so yeah full-on action man but, yeah some very multifaceted you're you got close family? do you are you married? parents live close? Uh, how's your social life based? and how do they you know are they involved in your businesses and seeing what you do or do they just sort of leave you to get on with it not really having?
2: Yeah, yeah, good question. Yeah, like uh, I'm married. So me and my wife, we live, like I said, we moved out to Arizona recently. We just got out here. So we haven't really established too many friends yet. But it was the move, your idea, her idea. I always wanted to get out of California, like for a long, long time. But I love my friends and I love my family was there. They all left California before I did. So I was like, well, I'm ready. And then uh... so if you bought yourself like a nice ranch or something with
1: thousands of acres and a, you know, a few herd of cattle on it. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> That's next. I can't remember what the site was called, but it was a site that was, was selling just weird and wonderful things for Bitcoin. And there was a ranch in hmm. Arizona and I, I bid 6.2 Bitcoin for it at some other. Wow it for six points uh y- literally like point
2: one of a bitcoin more i was really pissed <laughs> <off>. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that's insane yeah like uh shoot like that was one of the reasons why we moved out here well first off arizona is very crypto friendly which is kind of cool i i yeah i love states that are like super crypto friendly but like uh, California, I remember we were trying to buy a house and there was like a $420,000 house and that we put in a bid at like 480 or something like that over, we're going to get it right. We got a call the next day saying that we got outbid by $420,000 and that house is not worth that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, we did that in a couple different houses and kept getting outbid by 400, $500,000 and people were buying them for almost a million. We we're like well, no, nah, it's not worth it. These houses are not that value at all. So we we left. It it was a good reason to leave.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: Does does your wife work? Does that affect that? Or she just transferred out, so it worked out. Uh, she works for a corporate uh, company, so she's able to transfer anywhere. That's always in the... handy, isn't it? When when you oh, got yeah.
1: offices all over a place, you can pretty much go wherever you were with a you know, handshake mm-hmm. and an internal transfer. It can't be a bad thing. And I'm assuming yeah, yeah. most of your businesses, you just do wherever the
2: fuck you feel like it. Oh yeah, a lot of it is just where I just, you know, do what I think is best and go from there, you know.
1: Fantastic. No, I I've, I've travelled. I did. I've done California a few times because I I had friends in just uh, well all around Muscle Beach. I've done San Diego. Nice. Vegas, obviously. I love Vegas. I know it's very stereotypical and people, but I, I, I don't know, I was expecting to hate it, because I'm not a people person. Uh-huh. But I i absolutely fucking loved it. Really did. I, I yeah. moved there in an instant. Grove, a lot in Arizona, didn't really stay there. I, I can sort of put the pin in it and say that I've done it. Mm-hmm. But it, it was all on the road sort of stuff, so I visited places very stops not not like the others i mean i was lucky enough to be able to spend you know like months in in the other places at different times so only place i didn't like was san francisco
2: i thought that was a shitter it is <laughs> not, and, not and that's not
0: it.
2: nothing against the people there at all it's literally just it has a lot of that needs to be worked on i mean it needs um, some work
1: no there's a lot of you know, different opinions about Americans worldwide, but from my personal mm-hmm. view, I absolutely love them. Yeah, you know, I've never met a more sort of genuinely friendly and welcoming people anywhere ever, in the sense of it, it took me a real while to get used to things. Even in New York, which in America, you know, they sort of think of New York as being pretty unfriendly. Right, it was still scarily friendly compared to what I was used to coming from London at the time. In the sense yeah. of, uh, I'd stop to have a coffee and a dunk in donuts, and somebody yeah. sat at the same table as me and just started to talk to me. Yep, yep, that'll yeah. Because so uh... uh, you, you can pitch. Cause I'm I'm a sort of my well, back then I was actually big muscular, and now I'm just big fat. But. I'm <laughs> I'm there and I, I've kind of got the keys and yeah, and under the thing, I'm, I'm waiting for him to try to mug me. The, the right, Yeah. concept of somebody talking to you because they're just being friendly was like, not fully functioning. I bet this is my first time. And I'm, I'm, I'm just getting into America. Yeah. <laughs> There's a strange man at my table. What do I do? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think one thing with most Americans, I want to say all, but most of them, they, they ass- they don't get mad at you unless you aggravate them first. Like they, they usually generally from my experience is like, Hey, like I'll, I'll be nice to you unless you show me, I don't need to be or otherwise show me otherwise. Like that's the, that's where it turns. Is like, if you show unkindness towards them, they'll throw it right back at you. But they don't assume that you're unkind first, you know? And you traveled much? Where have you been around the world? Everywhere in the US. (laughs) I have not left the US ever. (laughs) uh,
1: I I was going to ask you what what you you thought the biggest sort of like culture shocks were when you come to England, but like you'll have no idea, never been here, which is.
2: Right. Yeah. I, I haven't had the ability to travel for because of time's sake, but. I'm starting to get to that point to where I have that freedom to do so, and that might be in the works soon, where I can actually start traveling worldwide and stuff like that. So that's common. It's just well, I mean, it, um, truthfully, you're in a position, or certainly will be soon, where you could just
1: write it up as a business trip and have somebody else pay for it and be working while you're uh, enjoying it.
2: Right. Yeah, I got invited to a crypto conference down in Colombia, fully paid. And the dates that they said I'm not available. So I had to pass it off to two of my board members, but shoot, I could have just wrote that off and been like, Hey, we're going to Columbia.
1: (laughs) Get as many of these places in while you can,
2: you'll only, you'll regret it further down the line if you don't. Exactly. Like my, my chairman right now is in Dubai for the blockchain SV or Bitcoin SV uh, convention and we are panelists there. And first they were saying like, Hey. We wanted this guy, but he wasn't available. So they came to me and like, hey, can you go? And I just started this other job. And I was like, I can't do it. So I had to pass it off. And so our chairman's over there, you know, in Dubai, fully paid trip, and, you know, talking to our project and having that.
1: fun. <laughs> I've been all over the world and you never spend as much money as what you spend in a week in
2: Dubai. I don't doubt that, honestly. I really don't doubt that. <laughs> It, it it's
1: it's scary how much money you, you go through there it's it really is i mean normally you know i mean let's be honest having the uk pound behind me i benefit traveling more often than not right um, it's not so good these days the dollar is very strong at the minute but you yeah, know, generally it, it, it's always a pleasure to spend money abroad but christ Dubai, no right yeah, uh, like yeah every time you bought so much as a can of drink it was like a fucking kick in the nuts it was not, not... <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think like i think i saw a study saying that the average like food there a day like if you eat cheap is like 50 us dollars a day or something like that if you cheap it like very very cheap
1: yeah i paid almost that for Two shots, a drink in the hotel bar. Yeah. Uh, that sounds right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
1: like, scary. Is- but being being mildly alcoholic, albeit uh, functioning, uh, <laughs> you don't <laughs> wear
2: <headphones> like that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> that's that's all right. We've yeah.
1: been ages, and I would love to carry on gas bagging with you, but. It's bordering on the maximum upload time for for me, but I yeah, definitely sure. you know, I'd love to have you back in the future, even if it's just a night shooting the shit and having a few bevvies while we chit chat. Yeah, that's I'm for where this show's going to go. You know, I, I just want to be able to. Yes, there are going to be shows where people can talk about set topics. But my favorite kind of show, where I want to get, is where I can have the mic on, just shoot the shit, chat,
2: have fun, and get paid for it. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. It's fantastic. More than happy to come back.
1: Awesome. Awesome. As I said, I will put all the links and everything um, that you've mentioned in the description. And I'll awesome. obviously send you out a copy before I upload it, just in case i mean you know what's been said so i can't really see yeah. any issues but thank you very much man it's it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you and uh yes yeah, stay in touch and um best of luck with game fi and the individual games i will also join your discord awesome
2: yeah thank you geek- and likewise for all this
1: but being geek ready you know we <laughs> <laughs> Like it's a great what's it if, if you meet somebody new mm-hmm. and you, you kind of want to suss gaming and into crypto and slightly mm-hmm. geeky or whether to avoid those subjects all you have to do is mention discord and if they know what you're talking about you're normally golden <laughs> yeah true <laughs> if they look at you and go what the fuck's discord you can say oh, it's just a messaging app and then go on to talk about football or some shit <laughs> right, but thanks, man. It's been an absolute
0: pleasure, man. You've been listening to the Crypto Duck Life all things crypto by a duck well that could be drunk or high and hell he even sounds like he's depressed but we love him it's time for his meds so we gotta go make sure to hit us up at www.thecryptoduck.life see you next time